0: Murder Mystery is notoriously one of the hardest types of games to run. There's so many ways that it can go wrong. I'll be honest and admit that we're the wrong group, Paul. It's too easy to turn drama into something stupid. Is it really even a murder mystery if an animal did it? It is if you don't know what the animal was, Elvis. Okay, Mason. But if a guy dies, it's important to figure out who done it so you can stop that guy. If an animal kills someone, I'm pretty sure it's just an act of nature. No, they totally go and figure out which animal did it, and then they hunt it down. They'll at least kill an animal that looks like the culprit. Well, obviously the animal doesn't get a trial, Lowry. Who are you going to call to the stand, Bambi? No, that's no good. Bambi probably has it in for the local bears or whatever. I'm not exactly going for a who done it. It's more like a death mystery, because... Because it's not legally a murder if a bear did it. Because it's not legally a murder, among other things, yeah. So are you confirming that it wasn't a person that killed Carol? I mean, I don't want to steer you guys in the wrong direction, but the animal teeth marks were a big hint that it's not a conventional killing. If it is an animal, it's so obviously that chinchilla thing that Alfonso has. Well... No. You know it is. Paul introduced a conspicuously weird animal, and then, oh look, people start dying. Larry, don't you think that makes it a little too obvious? I mean, I was thinking it was the same thing. Okay, but let's be real. Mason, following the convention that the audience is stupid, you have to make the answer obvious, or else they're gonna get angry and throw a lamp at the TV. Okay. But it's a game for us, though. So we're the audience, and I'm not gonna throw a lamp at Paul. I will. I guess the only thing that I'll say is that I know how it looks. But follow your heart. If that answer feels in character, run with it and see how it goes. And anyway, we're still kind of where we started. You found Carol dead. An animal appears to have done it, but there's no tracks and no telling what kind of animal. You've speculated, poked around, and argued with your ransom hostage Alfonso, but you haven't turned up much. Missy, the bar owner, suggested you talk to the people who saw Carol last. Right, after I broke her corkscrew trying to get coconut juice. Well, she's seen a lot of things break due to screwing in her time, so Missy's not too mad. (laughs) Wow. Alright. Okay, so we don't know who saw Carol last. Do we know who knows that? Well, who wasn't at the bar? You don't recall seeing Preston, Thomas, Massey, or the captain? I barely remember who those names are. Who's captain? I'm kidding, but Massey's the first mate, right? That's right. I forget them too, so I wrote all their names down. Oh, were those guys there when we found the body? Uh, I'm gonna say no. I want to give you a reason, but that's the point of talking to them. Why does it matter if they were here, Lowry? Because if they weren't close enough to gawk at Carol's body... They weren't anywhere nearby when he died. Ah, shoot. That's a good point. Okay, so Paul, our clue so far is bite marks and nothing else? Yes. Well, I'm stumped. Mason, the problem is we're not thinking like Paul. Imagine yourself as the GM and you're doing a terrible job. If doing a terrible job is a foregone conclusion, then the answer could be anything. Oh, come on. One clue is not enough clues, Paul. And don't give us this hidden clues excuse. There needs to be at least three obvious ones. I know. I know that. And look, guys, I'm sorry, I don't usually do this type of game. It's a little new to everybody, but I'm taking a swing at it. Just try to run it through. All right, well, we may as well ask the two crew members. I mean, they weren't there when the captain was asking what happened, but maybe they did see something. Fine, I'm just saying it wouldn't make logical sense. Already demoralized and sure that you won't find the answer, you drag your feet down to the ship where Thomas is cleaning to a mirror shine, and Preston is opening and closing doors. Hey guys, did one of you kill Carol? Thomas comes to the side of the deck and says, What? No! I've been up here cleaning! There's so many germs! He turns to Preston and he says, Hey, did you kill Carol? Preston yells back, No, no, I'm still trying to get out of the ship. Well, we figured it wasn't you. It looks like some kind of animal got to him. Do either of you guys see anything? Nope, nope, nope! Yeah, sorry! I haven't left the boat since we docked! See, I told you, we've got nothing. And frickin' Missy, bragging on us. Go down and talk to the other guys. She's just trying to get us out of the bar. You think Missy doesn't like us? Elvis, all we ever do at her bar is drink free water. She has to hate us. Okay, maybe as customers, but not as people. At some point for her, I'm sure the line blurs. No way, guys. Let's go talk to Missy. Paul, can we go back to the Missy prestige? There's no reason why not. Okay, go on in. Hey, Missy, do you like us? What? What kind of question is that? What happened to your investigation? Well, we did what you said, but it didn't work. Well, so what? Ask around some other people. Why you, like, What do you blame me? You think I purposefully gave you a bad lead? Well, we were just a little worried that maybe you didn't want us to hang around the bar anymore, and that's why you gave us a crummy lead. Well, where else you guys gonna hang? I was just trying to be helpful. It's slow around here sometimes. Yeah, but it wasn't helpful. We talked to Preston and the other guy, and they didn't know anything. Well, I'm not omniscient. I was just suggesting a relevant direction you could go in. I didn't realize I needed a disclaimer. I I mean, I suggested your culprit might be a man dressed as an animal. That would have left footprints. Hey, your theory was that Peter Pan was a werewolf. I don't see how my theory is less plausible. We didn't say it was Peter Pan. We said it was a werewolf with flying powers, like Peter Pan, the fictional character. And we also speculated the werewolf was from Never Never Neverland, which is a real place, unlike London. No, London is real. Unlike Peter Pan. Okay, so, if that's what you think, are there still lost boys in Neverland? I mean, that's... yeah. Yeah, of course. Them and a bunch of Native Americans. Well, don't the lost boys dress up as animals? I... I don't remember. I could swear there's a little boy dressed up as a raccoon. And maybe he's just wearing a raccoon hat or something, but they attack pirates. So what you're saying is, is that a flying child dressed up as a wolf... Flew down from the stars and killed Carol, the largest man in the crew, and also that you like us as people. Yeah, if we're just throwing things out there, yeah. The captain won't believe any of this. You don't know, Lowry, I believe it. Elvis, you want to believe it. That's totally different from really believing. Not if you want to believe hard enough, that's how fairies get made. Well, the way I see it, guys, we have two options. Either we can go tell the captain our theory, at which point he'll get mad and probably punish us, or we can run off and hide in the woods on the island. Where there's also probably a dangerous pirate-killing animal. Uh... Oh, wait, no, there's three options. We could also just stall and not report anything and see if maybe the captain forgets. Let's try for option three and then bail for one or two when the captain gets to it. Just then, the captain comes in. Ah, gentlemen, so what do you figured out so far? Captain, sir, well, we figured out it was some kind of animal. The bite marks are obvious. I see. That's relief. I'm glad to know it wasn't one of the men. Any idea what kind of animal? No, sir. The teeth were pretty big, though. We'll keep looking into it. All right, then. Best of luck. Let me know when you find something. The captain leaves, and I guess you guys give up for a little while? You have given us nothing to work with, Paul. Three days pass. Okay, hang on. You know in the movie Clue, every time they turn a corner, somebody new has died? That's because it's a well-paced film, Paul. You expect us to wait three days for new information. I'm realizing how stupid that is as we go, Lowry, but yes. That's how long it took to get back to port, wasn't it? Yes, Elvis? Okay, I don't know if we ought to act on that information. I'll allow it. I mean, you've got three days to think about it, and let's be fair, you did accuse Alfonso of cursing you, so it's not like you didn't consider a connection between here and there. Okay then. So three days pass. You're in the bar because there's nowhere left to hang and there's been a lot of chatter about how hard it'll be to operate the sloop without Carol. There's a eulogy and a simple burial and Brendan delivers a terrible poem sounding as though from the top of his head. But on the third day, Massey rushes in and announces Brendan is dead! And all the pirates rush out. You find him near a wooded space just like Carol with similar bite marks. Brendan is wearing the jewelry he originally got plus the stuff he took from Carol. Okay, so we have a common element. What notable jewelry was taken from Carol when he died? He had a ruby tiara, an emerald necklace with ivory teeth on it, and some diamond earrings. I'm calling it now. It's the necklace. Well, I'm going to grab all of it. I call dibs. Sherman speaks up. He says, Weren't you the guy who said we ought to wait until the body's cold? Paul, which one is Sherman again? The guy with the guns. All right, listen here, shooty McBangbang. Shooty McBangbang? Yeah, listen here. I'm in charge of investigating, and I'm going to investigate the jewelry. All the pirates groan. Shut up! They're cursed! Both these guys were wearing this stuff, obviously, it's cursed! The captain pushes through and says, Cursed to what? Attract a flying hippopotamus? Look at these teeth marks, they're enormous! But there's not a single smirch on the ground around them. Boys, I know we were all secretly hoping that Brendan would die, but if this keeps up, it'll be all but impossible to man the sloop! It's the lemurs! cries Lemond. The endless parties in the woods aren't enough to satisfy them anymore. They crave the excitement that only murder can bring. They drink the blood and then dance to the endless beating of the drums. Can you hear it? Do we hear anything? No. Oh, it's the devil's music. Leland, I don't think a lemur did this. The teeth marks are too big. It was a very big lemur. A were-lemur. Elvis, it's not a were-lemur. Size of a man, teeth like a lemur. It has to be! It must be! If it were a were-lemur, it would have to leave footprints. How does that work? They travel through the trees! They have dance moves you haven't seen! So slick they never touch the ground! Their dancing and dancing has given them supernatural powers! Everyone, we gotta be real. Lemurs are all that's out in the woods, and it's starting to add up. Worried murmurs begin to spread among the pirates. The captain interjects. No, no, no! We all agreed that we wouldn't encourage Leland. But sir... Did we agree not to join in Leland's hysteria? Okay, new rule. Hysteria of any sort is completely forbidden. Except for Leland, who's already too far gone to stop. Mason, Elvis, and Lowry, do your darn jobs! If I have to ask you a third time, you're going to the brig with that Alfonso fella, you understand? Crystal, sir. I hate that guy. Good! Then everyone get back to your daily whatever. Stop causing a panic and throw Brendan in the sea. And with that, the pirates toss Brendan in the sea and disperse. Oh wait, before everyone goes, did anyone see anything useful? The pirates all kind of mumble and shuffle off, and nobody comes forward. The necklace is cursed. How do you figure? I mean, I think you're right, but a ruby is also a good cursed gemstone. It's red. That's an evil color. Well, for one, it's the most descript piece of jewelry that we have. For two, it's decorated with animal teeth, and everyone keeps getting killed by an animal. So unless that tiara has some kind of engraving on it, it doesn't seem special. Okay, Paul, check the tiara, pry out the ruby, see if there's anything weird about it. Nothing too out of the ordinary? All right, pocket the ruby, then toss the metal part to Elvis. Sweet. It matches my belt. And what about the emerald necklace? Okay, now that is the centerpiece. There's intricate carvings all over the ivory, and the emerald itself is huge. Uh, try and pry a tooth off of the necklace. You pull gently at first, but it stays firmly attached. You apply more and more force with no results. The teeth will not budge from the necklace. Okay, set it down on top of a rock and get another rock. Do we really want to do that, Mason? If it's cursed, it might get angry if you try to smash it. It's killing people, and now I have it. The only thing it's gonna do is kill me. Paul, I try to smash the necklace. Alright, you bring that rock down and BLAM! The rock shatters, but the necklace remains totally unscathed. See? Called it. Okay, Lowry, you called it, but that was after the second time we saw it on a dead body. I don't think you get points for that. So we have it now. Should we give it to someone else and see if it kills them? Actually, yes. I know just the guy, Paul. I take the necklace down to the brig. Down to the brig you go, with a bone to pick and really kind of the same questions to ask. We're really not entirely the only ones to blame for that, Paul. No, because who we really blame is Alfonso. Alfonso, we figured out your stupid necklace is cursed. Oh, what, this again? Did another pirate choke on his own tongue? No, he was bitten in half by a giant animal, and both the victims were wearing this. Show him the necklace. Have you ever heard of such a thing as COINCIDENCE? No. What is that, French for conspiracy? No. It stems from the Latin, "considieri," which means to agree. Really? Is that true? Yes, it is. Well, people agree during a conspiracy. Well, the word CONSPIRACY is actually Norman French, so the word CONSPIRACY is a French loanword, but COINCIDENCE evolved from Latin. All right, I know what a coincidence is. I was just jerking with you. Could you quit turning the power dynamic around? I don't know, maybe. But only if you'll give me that necklace. What? Why? It's cursed. Well, I'm using reverse psychology on you, obviously. Wait. On what front? On what level am I being reversed? Mason. Are you trying to trick me into giving you the necklace? Or are you trying to trick me into keeping it? Mason, he's obviously in your head. How many times have you been kidnapped, Mr. Alfonso? Well, it depends on your definition of kidnap. Alright, we're not doing that again. Kidnap means exactly what we think it all means, Latin roots or otherwise. Don't try to get in our heads. All I mean to say is that I've been through enough endless parties and introduced to enough eligible young women to know how to slip out of a situation. Socially, that is. I'm still waiting for you to take me and collect your ransom. Well, we can't now, because we lost two crew members and therefore about 80% of our ability to sail. That math doesn't make sense. It does, when you realize that all of us are either crazy or lazy, and the necklace killed the one guy who does any real work. No. I don't believe you. How many pirates are on this island? Surely more than ten. It's twelve now, Alfonso. Yeah, we thankfully got past that unlucky number thirteen when Brendan died. Nothing but smooth sailing from here. How's that make you feel, huh? Knowing that maybe you can't get off the island. But... But but then how are you going to collect a bounty? Or return me home? Well, currently, I'm training a flock of carrier pigeons so I can tie a man to them with a bunch of strings. We'll send him into civilization to ask for help. All right, I don't believe that at all. There's no way you have enough carrier pigeons. I just told you the entire crew is crazy. If I suggest it, they'll try to make it happen. They'll do it with seagulls. That's right, Alfonso. You're talking to the last guy sane enough to possibly get you off this island. And I have the cursed necklace. I don't know. I haven't taken a test or anything, but I also might be sane enough to rescue you. Grab Elvis and pull my kitchen knife on him. Oh, okay. I mean, we could take that test now and prove I'm not sane. I mean, I'm not going to die on the hill of having sanity. Look at me, Alfonso. Come clean or I'm going to kill Elvis, then hang myself. Once we're gone, no one person on this island can possibly get you out of here. Alfonso points at Lowry. Well, what about him? Who, Lowry? I'm going to steal a lifeboat and leave as soon as I'm sure the curse won't follow me. I've been thinking about supplies, I'm gathering up enough to live on, I'm getting a map. Sure, it's gonna be tough, but life is tough. Look, there's no need to be this rash. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna hang myself. Okay, just, 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 relax, alright? There is a curse. Aha! Aha! I knew it! We got you! I bet none of your eligible ladies ever threatened to kill themselves! No, at least one has. Normally in those cases I just escape to the bathroom and I leap out the window. Dude, that's cold. A woman says, marry me or I'll kill myself, and what am I supposed to do? Honestly, what kind of marriage would that be? Well, you could try asking a lot of prying questions about her family life, and why she'd say something like that. That sounds really tedious and kind of like just exactly what she wants. Love is tedious. That's exactly what Mother said. Excuse me, we're getting off track here. I have an evil necklace that kills people. I have it. it is, it's, it's, it's gonna kill me. Yes. So, the necklace itself isn't killing people. It's cursed by some sort of... Profane Crocodile God. Okay. Which Crocodile God? Is there more than one? Well, there's African Crocodiles, Australian Crocodiles, Chinese Crocodiles, South American Crocodiles. Is it the God of all those Crocodiles? I don't know. I guess a God implies a certain level of omnipotence. Is it the God of Caimans? If those are Crocodiles, I presume as much. See, that was a trick question. Caimans are part of the alligator family, not crocodiles. So is this the god of crocodilian species, or the god of crocodiles? There's an important academic difference. I have no idea! Chinese crocodiles at best guess. I, I got the necklace in China from an old man in a knick-knack shop. It's also where I got fluffins here. The man told me not to feed fluffins after midnight, but I defied him. And it turns out he warned me that because it makes fluffins fat. So now we're rather strict about it, aren't we, Fluffins? Did he tell you the necklace was cursed? Yes. He gave a variety of ominous warnings, and he explained that Fluffins and the necklace were a package deal. I didn't believe the curse, and the first thing I did was feed Fluffins after midnight, and that turned out okay. Don't ever tell me what to do is the moral of the story. Well, how are you not dead? Well, you see, every three days the crocodile god comes for whoever is holding the necklace. But if he can't catch you for whatever reason, he kills another, usually a loved one but if not that, a friend. It's killed virtually everyone that I care about, and I'd do anything to be rid of that curse. Have you tried throwing it away? Go ahead, you try it. See how it works. It'll come right back to you. Did you keep the receipt? Did you try returning it? Well, for one, there was no official receipt, and two, that's how I know it always comes back. No matter where you leave it, who you leave it with, sooner or later, it finds its way back to you, oftentimes killing its way through everyone who kept it. I suppose that would explain why you were sailing across the sea, transporting nothing but jewels and alcohol on your way to, what was it, a meeting about bananas? In fairness, I really was going to go talk about some bananas. It just wasn't a necessary trip. I normally correspond by mail about that kind of thing. Wait, you set us up. You set yourselves up. Robbing people, honestly. Don't you have any sense of poetic justice? Well, now what, since you're trapped, Mr. Poetic Genius? Let me out, and I'll help you find an answer. No, no way, you're completely insidious. Wait, is this reverse psychology again? Yes. I knew it, I knew it. Wait, wait, wait. You're doing reverse psychology now. You're trying to make me do the opposite of the opposite of what you want. So long as you do what I want in the end. Well, I'm not gonna do it. Then how do you propose that we get out of this mess? Just you wait, I have a plan.